Alright. Hi everyone and welcome to the Glad That Got Made podcast. So this is a new podcast that uh, me and two of my work colleagues have decided to try. And basically it's just going to be uh, a podcast where we chat about mainly movies, but we're going to talk about the odd bit of TV because we're all just big fans of entertainment and we often, whenever we do chat, is what we spend most of our time talking about. So I will let uh, my two fellow colleagues introduce themselves. So I'm Gemma and I love films, so that's <laughs> why I'm on this podcast. I'm very excited. I'm going to try and be really expressive because normally when I listen to my voice it always sounds really flat. So I'm going to try and be my most expressive self. <laughs> And I'm Dan, um, the third member of the bunch, who really doesn't get to see films as much as he should. Okay, so the first topic that we're going to do, just to kind of give people an idea of uh, who we are and what we love, we're going to be talking about our top three movies of all time. Uh, I know that can often change for lots of people, it's never really changed for me. So um, if we just kind of go, I know it. They just I keep watching films, but they just never change. It's always the same three films that I've watched the first time. They've just stuck in my list. So my first one is the best movie of the eighties and the best movie of all time, in my opinion, which is of course Back to the Future. Yes. Oh yeah. my god, I put it on my list and then I took it off again. Well, you didn't didn't have to take it off your list. It's absolutely. I know, fun. but I th- then I thought of another one. I mean, I don't really need to go into much detail about what Back to the Future is all about, because if you haven't seen it, then where have you, you been? been where have you been for the past 33 years that it's been released? It's a fantastic time-travelling movie. Uh, it's an actual trilogy. Parts two and three are not quite... They are still fantastic films, but you can't beat the first one for me. And just Michael J. Fox and uh, Christopher Lloyd, they're all just fantastic. And, and the main star of the show, The DeLorean, which I am yet to drive one. I've seen one. I've seen one in my hometown at a uh, sci-fi festival one weekend. It was amazing. My friend texted me and he just said, have you been down the high street today? I said, well, no, I'll never go down there because it's awful. And you might want to go down there because there's a certain car... Oh, my God. I went down there and there was just all, all these fans in Sittingbourne that I never knew. And one of this guy had, like, a, a hoverboard, a replica from the film. It was one of the best days of my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gemma, so what's your first top three film of all time? I am also a massive fan of 80s films and I put Ferris Bueller's Day Off nice. because it is a classic... It's um, yes. yeah, it's funny and it's just a brilliant film, and I could just watch it again and again and again. Um, it's almost timeless. Yeah, it's timeless. It's even if you watch it now, just, it looks dated. There's kind yeah. of technology that's changed, but you can just still sit and watch and enjoy it for where it is. In the I've never watched the whole of Ferris Bueller. Whoa! I know. I never no. have. It's terrible. Oh my god! It is horrendous. Well, so I never watched it. I do need to watch this. I've seen, but it's not because I didn't like it. I've just never had the opportunity to sit down and watch it all. I know it's a horrendous excuse, but it's, I just never have. Oh, and I've heard, and, but I know like all the amazing songs from it. I know like all all the famous oh, God, lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I've just never seen it. I need to really need to sit down and watch that. I do apologise, Gemma. <laughs> you should. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, my. I have to say my favourite film is Jaws. Jaws? Jaws, the film, yeah. I've never actually seen it. Not seen it. It's great. Again, it's another timeless film. Yes, it was was late 70s, early 80s when it came out. It changed cinema going. 
it scared people from actually going <laughs> to the beach and swimming. <laughs> that's how powerful oh a film it is. And that's what, when a, a film, you know, kind of, a, it sort of hits that kind yeah. of a reaction, gets that kind of reaction, you know you're mm. onto something. Yeah. And it's like the, the soundtrack of actually yeah. that, that, that sound. And even though the actual shark itself is really ropey, especially <laughs> by today's standards, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit... Compared it's to the make. No, no, really it's, it's just like yeah, it, it's not even that. No, no it's, this is pre-CGI, so it's like a fiberglass with latex thing. They kind of <laughs> oh stuff it out of the water. <laughs> I mean, the post, even the poster was frightening. Yeah, like yeah, I would have, I would not have managed that back in the day. I would not have gone. What no, rating no. did they have? I'm not too. I think it was a, it was a, a restricted. So I think it would have been here fifteen. Oh right, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. He, again, it kind of broke the bowl because it was like the highest grossing film of that kind of rating as well. Got people going, and mm. it's just amazing. Again, it's the characters in it. Yeah. And it's got also got some quite great quotes, just like most yeah. films of that time. It's got some amazing oh, quotes. Yeah. It certainly does. Right. So my next one is um, the film, I, I didn't think this was a very popular film, but when I speak to people, most people I spoke to have seen it, and it's Chef. Oh yes. my God, that is such a good choice. Yeah, I remember me and my girlfriend, we went to the cinema, and we'd just eaten a big film. Uh, a big film, we'd just <laughs> eaten a big dinner, and then went into that, went in to watch it, and within five minutes, I was starving, oh just through God. how good the food looked. Because yeah. John Favreau is one of, I love John Favreau, like even from his early days when he was Pete in Friends, and then when he started <laughs> directing like Iron Man, and even when he's the driver in the Iron Man series happy, as well. That's it, happy. happy. Ah, well done. <laughs> and Chef is just, it's just a great feel-good film yeah. with some fantastic music, some fantastic food, and minimal peril, which is what we, which is what <laughs> I, I, I like in a film. There is minimal peril. There's some great cameos in it, yeah. and when the weather starts to turn. That is always the first film that I put in to get me into the summer mood, even though I hate the summer. <laughs> me and my ex were obsessed with making that sandwich for so long. Yes. We tried so many times. It's just, it's just. But you can't get that no. cut of meat because, like, when they're roasting it, and it's like this really special cut of meat. This is amazing. You just can't this find is it. a vegan talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't even I dream about that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I actually just changed mine as you were talking. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm really bad at deciding. So, my next one is another 80s one. It's Indiana Jones, <gasps> The Last Crusade. And I love all three of them, yeah. but I just particularly love The Last Crusade. And I love Harrison Ford, and Sean Connery in it is great as his dad. And it's just, I just love it. It's just a great, it's just a really, really good film. It is good. It is a oh, great, I know it was on over um, Christmas. I remember I watched Temple of Doom over Christmas. It's been a long time since I've watched that one. And they are good too. I know, Dan, you're a, you're a I'm, big, I'm, big fan. I'm a big fan, but they're yeah. not in my top three. No. I think it's one of the first ones I ever saw, and I just I just loved it. Yeah. I just keep watching yeah. it again and again. And obviously River Phoenix is in it as well, and he's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's really sad that he's not around <laughs> yeah. anymore. It's very sad. I didn't mean to laugh at the end of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So my second film is kind of in not far from that genre. Mm. It's The Goonies. Again, mm. 80s Good old action Goonies. adventure yes. movie. <laughs> oh man. You can't, yeah. Yeah. That is. It's big, it had lots of the 
uh, the 80s Brat Pack in it. It's just a, such a feel-good movie. You, you, you feel part of the Goonies. Yeah. Anyone, you know, you, you could be in that gang. Yeah. And that bit where they're going down the water slide and they drop into the pool by the pirate ship. Everybody wants to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and one of, the the things yeah, one of the things I'm looking forward to is to sit down and show my son Jonah, yeah. who's five at the moment, just oh, still a little bit too young for it. He's going to love it. He's going to watch that film. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be, that's going to be my thing. He's going, yes, he's going to watch his face. <laughs> so, my third one is probably the most recent addition to my top three of all time. I was talking between a couple and I've gone for Pride which is, uh, I'm a big fan of British films and I feel like there's some really, really good ones that have been about lately and Pride is just amazing. So if you don't know what Pride is, it follows an, an LGBT group during the minor strike in the 80s and they raise money and they try and find people to give all this money to but nobody wants it because it's an LGBT group and nobody wants to be interested in them but there's this little small miners town in Wales and then they said, well, we'll have it. And then it's just the story of how these two groups come together and then at first they're not accepted. And then it's just how these people overcome their differences and become friends and help each other out. And it's just such a beautiful film. And I don't know how you couldn't cry oh, watching wow. it. Oh, God, I, the amount of times it brought me to tears, this film. But all for, all for, the, good, all for the right reasons. And it's got such a great British cast. It's got Dominic West, Andrew Scott... Bill Nye, uh, Julie Walters, I believe, is in it as well. It's just a oh, really wow. good film. I've heard of that. I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, it's that. fantastic. I would strongly recommend anybody to give it a go. But yeah, it's a very, very good film. Oh, excellent. Um, so my final one, I've kind of gone for ones that I just can watch over and over again because I thought that sort yeah. of... I've got a lot of films that I love, but I don't necessarily watch them again. Um, so my final one is Love Actually because it's got <laughs> it's such a Christmas film. Somebody's not happy about this choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know it's not like one of the best films ever, but it just like makes me happy, and it's just like nice that all of the stories are intertwined. I love a film where there's lots of different stories going on, and like then they all kind of yeah, and they all kind of cross over like into Valentine's each other. Day. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I know that's that. in the same Don't vein, but yeah. <laughs> I think this is probably one of the only crossover ones that's actually decent, yeah. though, that people that watch a good over film. and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just, I love it. It makes me happy. Yeah. And it's got the right amount of, like, teariness in it. You know, there are bits where you get really emotional, and then the, and then it gets happy again, and yeah. it's like, yeah I, yeah, I really like it. And it's got a great cast as good as well. It has got a it's great got a cast. very good cast. To be fair, I don't actually know why I don't like it so much. <laughs> I could probably guess a few ideas of why you don't like it. That's fine, that's for another time. I've yeah. had a lot of people. It seems quite dated now. I watched it over Christmas and it just feels a bit old now, but I'm like, no, I will carry on. How old is it? It can't be that old. It was like 2001. Or yeah, it's early like, noughties. It's really yeah, that was yesterday to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your last one? Again, for me, it's another timeless film, but it's Rocky. The original. Oh, of course, he'd be Rocky. Rocky. Any film that makes me want to run up a stair <laughs> and celebrate that I've done that is, is a winner. Um, yeah, it's the you know the the underdog versus the overdog, the you know the you know overcoming the odds, and that's what that film has got in it. It drove them. I just think Sylvester Stallone doesn't get enough recognition for it mm -hmm. for what he done for that film yeah. and in that film. It's good and the the. Um, 
the character of Rocky is one of my favourites. And as he goes on, and I was in tears. I don't cry a lot. But in the last Rocky instalment uh, that was there, I mean, no, it was in Creed, sorry, the first one, Creed. Yeah. Oh, I was crying at the end of that. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, I've why, never am I, thought, why am I crying? Yeah, I never why thought I'd hear Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's great. Anyway. Yeah, they're a good set of films. I think the, the first one that I watched, I remember watching as a kid, was, is it Rocky Four where he fights Hulk Hogan? In a charity match. Yeah. In, in a charity match. Because back when I that age, I wasn't well into watching wrestling. wrestling. And I was just, uh, just mesmerised by the fact that Hulk Hogan was in this movie. And it was amazing. Right, okay, so let's move on to uh, another segment. Just what we've seen recently. So anything okay. that you, uh, in, in the past month or so, that you thought, oh, damn, that was good. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> or even thought, oh man, that was shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't really ever want to come near that again. So uh, yeah, so Gemma, what have you seen lately? So, I've seen a couple of really good documentaries lately. One is called Three Identical Strangers. I don't know if anyone has, have I've you heard, heard of it? I've not even heard of it. So it's about these three, these triplets basically, and they didn't know they were triplets, they were split up at birth, and then they randomly found each other later on in life, um, but it's all like, it's quite conspiracy theory because they, um, yeah, they all meet up and they realise, oh my god, we were split up at birth, and they wonder why were we split up at birth, and it's all part of this experiment by uh, this psychologist to study splitting up twins and triplets to see whether it's like nature versus nurture and it gets really conspiracy Ooh. theory and it's like it's so unethical is it a netflix i think it was on netflix oh, i will have a look for that this yeah i think it was on netflix but it was it was brilliant i was like i was gripped because every time that they found out more information about this experiment there was like another level of conspiracy theory and it went higher up yes. the chain and it was like oh man that's oh, my it, yeah. kind of cup of tea it was great that really, sounds like really, really good movie fodder yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's a documentary which just makes it that little bit scary yeah. i guess that exactly these yeah because then i was like oh my god am i a triplet i didn't know <laughs> oh shit that explains a lot I yeah, exactly. <laughs> that wasn't my instagram post no <laughs> what else what else have um, you uh, been watching so i i watched that fire Festival oh, that's on my list as well. Yeah. I watched it this morning that. on on my commute in. Oh, did you? Oh my what god! It's just it's just madness. Isn't it was it? just it's astounding because me and me and Dan was talking about yeah. earlier, and you said you kind of knew someone. I knew people involved yeah. in the, the production or no. kind of the setup. Did to you? Why, I know everyone. Well, well, kind of like you know via internet, and it's like I think a lot of people could see it happening and going wrong. Yeah. But I think at that point there, it's like a, a moving train. It was it was going, just keep on going. Yeah. It will come good. Yeah. But when you invite everyone who's a social media influencer and it goes wrong, they're going to well, influence just... the crap out yeah. of it. Yeah, You've yeah. just given them, like, you know, even if it was a mediocre festival, mm. but they had issues along the way. And, you know, there's some nice stories coming out of it. Um, like, there, I mean, there's just been a crowdfunder. Yes. For the, the oh, really? yeah, for lost the a lot of money. Oh, yeah. really? She got, like, I saw this about oh, $130,000 yeah, so, yeah, that so, she's I mean, got, which I is really, amazing. Oh, because that was so sad at the end. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's she a said little that, because like, Dan hasn't no. seen it. Uh, but oh, at the okay. end, there's, like, an interview with her and she's, like, just breaking down. 
Yeah. How sad. She's to pay people out of her savings. That's yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. Yes, well, yes. That was probably so much that I think they were sold on this whole idea because it was going to be a five-year festival. Yeah. So that's why they've, they've taken this place. That the first year would probably be a loss leader. You yeah. will probably make yeah. a loss, but yeah. it's going to establish our roots in this. Yeah. But I don't think anyone on the island realised that they were charging, what, around about... Was it? £20,000 or yeah, £20,000 to yeah, 10 for some people. Yeah. Who's got that amount yeah. of money to waste but on something then, like I this? I thought what was really interesting was the, that Billy guy that was sort of leading on it with Ja Rule, how he he got prosecuted for fraud and everything afterwards, yeah. but then when he got let out on bail, he was then doing more scams yeah. and like continued yeah. to scam people out of Yeah, because he, he got this his friend called Fred... And they were just sending that email. Coach your name, that. There was an actual guy called Fred. I can't remember his surname, but there was an actual guy. And he was just sending emails out to everyone. Well, oh, no, because they tried to phone them. They didn't answer. Phone them again straight away. If they didn't answer, then email them with this link. So they would be selling, like, a Taylor Swift VIP tickets. And you meet Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then it would be like, but Taylor Swift never does this. Yeah. yeah. And then stuff like, then, uh, like get Oscars Oscar tickets. Oscar tickets yeah. Get, like, f- like, sit with all the celebs. And, and you, click here and you can't actually get that stuff. Yeah, and to, to, to things like some sort of fashion, the Victoria's Secret fashion show, yeah. you can't get tickets yeah. to yeah. it. And yeah, and this guy kept like kept all his emails, and he must have had about 15 emails, all from this Fred bloke, about every two days, just with different offers. And this was She's people married. that had signed up to go to Fire Festival, they'd used all of their oh, contact details. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to then try and sell them all of this, mm. all of this stuff. It was just but absolute madness. Brilliant. I remembered. I don't remember it actually seeing it at the time. I just remember seeing the cheese sandwich. That's all I remember from. Yeah. yeah. From that, I don't remember. I was watching so one of like the Facebook groups. I was like on those like stagehands, you know, universal oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And all we was getting is like the rigging and stuff. And it was like people was like the speakers were blowing over because if they had a terrible storm oh, prior yeah, to they the, did the yeah. night before, and everything yeah. was going wrong, and there were people there <laughs> going. It was like. This isn't safe, and there was like when a stagehand walks off site because it's not safe, you know it's not sta- safe. Yeah, yeah. It's really unsafe, yeah. and they that's what they were doing. They were like, "Don't care if I don't get paid for this, I'm leaving." Yeah, yeah. And it was like some of the stuff, and they were just retweeting and re- uh, uh, sort of reblogging the the, the posts that were coming out of that, and it was hilarious. And I just went. But you spent £20,000 for this. Yeah. Or $20,000. Oh, it's just insane. Okay, I guess you expected a lot for more for that money. You, you pay a lot of money, you expect well, you're going to yeah, get a lot from it. Well, they were almost like a luxury festival. Yeah. And all they got was but like... they was never shown anything. They no, were showing no, these no, like, yeah, They showed the Instagram yeah. posts. And like the last 15 to 18 posts were just all rehashes of um, their promo video from before the... Yeah, yeah they the never start. had And then just like images... Just all these like funky RE images, but no, yeah, nothing of no substance, like. no nothing, no no, no. setup and stuff like that. And they see, okay, but why would you hand over that amount of money for yeah. that? Or something you've got absolutely known. And then yeah. they was God. This is like a whole Friar Festival segment. This is. Um, <laughs> yeah. and they was giving out wristbands, so they said you're not oh, allowed yeah, to bring cash. This isn't yeah. a cash only place. Oh, yeah. So we'll give you this wristband. People are normally putting on about $5,000, but you might want to put more on. Yeah. So but that was people, just a, yeah. to, to pay people. Giving them more the money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just a little bracelet no, with a little, running out of money little, like, little tiny time. mini credit card on it. And you was just told to upload, and these kids were just uploading thousands of dollars onto this. Who has that much it's money, though? I'm like, what? This, this is it. It's like, okay, if you're willing to hand over that willingly, 
maybe yeah. you deserve to not be, have that amount of money. You can't be trusted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know much about earn money, music, but the lineup didn't even look that good. I, I mean, mean, I can't, I can't even they, remember. No, Apart from they Big One Eighty Two, like, yeah, I don't know who else was really big on that list. They had a few big ones, to be honest, but I can't so, I remember exactly who they were. But they they had paid sort of double the market rate for them just to get them there. Yeah. So yeah, they they were just spending so there money were names like on the water. List, but going into it, that the production, no, none of the, like the kind of the agreements had come through for the acts. So there was very oh. few that actually even bothered to travel. Oh, I see. Let alone yeah. actually went out there. Oh, oh. Major Laser was one. Major, they interviewed Major Laser actually. He was on. Is, is, is that a big guy? I don't, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Major, yeah, major Lazer. Lazer. He's a major. He's, he's not a captain. He's a major. He's <laughs> <laughs> not, not laser pointer. He's major laser. He's in the name. <laughs> right, uh, Dan, what have you been uh, watching lately? Um, I have a five-year-old son, as I've mentioned before, so I don't really get to watch grown-up things. So the latest new thing that I've seen has probably been uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Ralph oh, Breaks nice. the Internet. Um, it's quite good. And I, it was really good. Um, I didn't mind Wreck It Ralph. It was good. I, I yeah. got into watching it. I'm not a big fan of um, Sarah Silverman. I find her voice can really great on me. But in the context of this film, it's perfect. It works really well. And on this, it was really good. And there is a brilliant song in it. I won't, re- I won't ruin it for you, but it's done musical style. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, in the, and the, the way that they've brought in the, um, the internet or visualised the internet yeah. and that whole kind of world thing is really, really well done. Yeah. It's, it's quite funny on how they've done it and visualised that, a virus and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a great film, as a lot of the Disney Pixars are. Damn right and, they are. Um, yeah, and it was, it was a... It was a treat. It was my son's first cinema experience. Yeah, and oh, had so he oh, sat there and he so nice. loved it. He absolutely loved it. To a point is that when we told him we can't go back there when we like because we have to pay, <laughs> got a bit upset. He goes, what do you mean we can't go back and watch it when we like? Go so, out to work, son, and earn some money so we can go back. Every time he sees a new film that he thinks he's going to like, so at the moment we've got um, How to Train Your Dragon Free. Yeah, we're going to go and see that. Can, like, when are we going to go and see it? We're kind of busy the whole yeah. time. No, we're going to go and see it. So oh. we are, we will go and see it. And it's great. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of going to the cinema and having a good cinema experience. Yeah. And that oh, for I him, love it. Yeah. You, you know, everyone's got their first time, and yeah. that was for him as good. Oh, that's so good. Oh, Dave, anything else for you? I went to see Mary Poppins Returns oh, uh, in early it? New Year. I was very much. I was not expecting good things from it. Mm. Although I read lots of great reviews, I didn't think I was going to enjoy her performance, but I couldn't have been more wrong. It was... I mean, I know we're only in January, but it is the best movie I've seen this year. Oh, no way. (laughs) And um, she was brilliant. It really had the same heart as the original Mary Poppins. She's not as good as Julie Andrews, but you're not going to beat the original Mary Poppins anyway. But it was just such a, a well-shot movie. All the songs, I've, I've listened to the songs over and over again since then. I didn't, at the time, I thought, well, no, I don't really like the songs, but I found myself humming along she and Triple Up Like Fantastic and things like that. I really, they've really gotten on me. And I think they probably could be as big as the original Mary Poppins songs over time. Oh, you wow. know, they'll take a few years to get popular, yeah. like the ones did. But all the performances, like Lin-Manuel, 
is amazing in it as Jack, the um, the lamp lighter, and uh, Ben. Oh, ben. I know who you mean. Wishaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Wishaw. Yeah, Apologies it is. if it's not. Yeah. As as the dad, he's very good. Even the, the kids are all good, and then you've got cameos by like Dick Van Dyke's in it, and yes. like, I think he's in his nineties, but God, the man he... the man can still move <laughs> like a legend. Oh, he's stepping in time still. Not quite. <laughs> he was he was tripping a little little like fantastic. Ooh. That's Aww. what he was doing after the Christmas. Period. I had a bit of time off, and I smashed through all five series of Luther. Oh yes. Yeah, that was. Oh, there's a, there was a new one out. Did you watch the new one? Yes, again? that was yeah. included. I got through series one to four in. I think I almost done a series a day, nice. and then I just watched all of five also in a day. Yes. I mean, but I really enjoyed them. I was a little bit Luthered out by the end. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and uh, where we work, we just kind of put in a new, in a new little <laughs> underfloor vent system. And it's enough to fit somebody under. And we was running some cables oh in. My God. And as I lifted up the vent, I was like, like shit. No. If somebody comes and grabs me, <laughs> I'm not going to be happy. You kind of do, out. yeah. Because I, I commute into work every day on a coach. And I sit a few, I probably sit about seven or eight rows in from the back row. But before my stop, there's normally nobody behind me. And then anybody who's seen the fifth series of Luther, there's a scary man at the back row on the coach and he creeps down. So... When the last person walks past me, I always just have a little look over my shoulder <laughs> just to make sure that nobody's going to come out and attack me. But yeah, that was very, very good. Right, so let's go on to um, not the main feature, but something that I picked off at the top of my head. So I've asked us all to pick a movie that we love that is widely regarded as being awful or bombed at the box office. And then also a movie that uh, you disliked that was a box office or a critical <laughs> success. <laughs> so let's go for the film that you love that's generally hated. Okay. So Gemma, would you like to kick us off? So it's, a re- it's quite embarrassing, actually. It, I really love Legally Blonde 2. <laughs> <laughs> Red, white and blonde. Excellent. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I checked Rotten Tomatoes and it just was shit. Oh, nice. But I really loved it. Is it is it still Reese Witherspoon in the second one? Yeah, it's I've still never Reese, seen the League of Still Reese Witherspoon. So the first one was actually pretty good. Yeah. And I, I think it got quite like you know it was average. It was yeah. average. But the second one was just yeah widely regarded as shit. But <laughs> I really love it and I can still watch it again and again. And it's just like it's so anti me as well because it's just so full of like pink and <laughs> yeah. she's so girly and like it's probably I haven't watched it recently but it's probably like incredibly unfeminist in yeah. so many ways <laughs> but I just really enjoyed it it's just a bit silly it's just yeah. funny um, yeah and it's yeah quite embarrassing but that's Ooh. one that I really love that excellent <laughs> Dan this is re- it's really been tough to find a film because there's, there's lots of films that I I like and yeah. I thought, oh, is this this is this bad enough? Because the problem is a lot of them are just average films. Yeah, people mm. either love it or hate, it and they yep. balance each other out and like that. So the film I'm going for is a film that I can actually watch time and time again, and it's bad. And if it's on the telly, which for some reason it is a lot, um, <laughs> I just leave it on. You know, you just <laughs> yeah. get lost. Um, Kevin and Perry go large. <laughs> oh my god! I did. I've got three films. I didn't film. expect that. I've got two films written down. It's neither of those. And I keep changing my mind about Kevin and Perry go large. I love that. 
Oh no. It's <laughs> Oh god, that was yeah. I, I used to watch that a lot back in the day. It was good. <laughs> oh damn, um, this surprises me. This is not <laughs> one of the reasons why is it's because it's filmed in Magaluf. Uh, not Magaluf. It's filmed in Ibiza. I'm getting confused with another one. Um, and at the time, we were sort of going out there and doing yeah. that kind of thing. It's nothing like how it is out in Ibiza no. at all, <laughs> and that's not how people, kind of, apart from the queues to get into the clubs. Um, it's just because complete, but he's just he's utter bollocks, but so <laughs> so lovable. Yeah. Um, oh, Kathy Burke as Perry yeah. is one oh. of the best characters of it all time. Amazing. It's just such a well worked comedy thing. But some of the jokes they've crafted into it, and I'm, I'm a big fan of joke craft. Yeah. And how they've worked it into it is oh, just yeah. brilliant. It's more subtly done in sort of other ways, but it's just yeah. like it's there. Yeah, that zit scene was pretty subtle. That was <laughs> And the blue poo in the scene. So I think <laughs> subtle jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Eyeball Paul was one. Oh, we used Eyeball to love Paul. Eyeball Paul. I think I also had a CD with old, uh, with the song on it, that all I want to do is oh, do it, it, big yeah. girl, big girl. <laughs> that was a good one back in the day. The film that I love that is hated is called Beer Fest. I don't know if either of you have heard of Beer Fest. I have it's not from, no, it's which is probably good by it's it is not it's from a group called Broken Lizard and um, they are just a stupid bunch of idiots really. Uh, they done the film Super Troopers. Heard of Super Troopers? Yes. So they done that. that. I enjoyed Super that. Troopers. Yeah, Super Troopers is very good. I uh, I have a couple of friends who also like Beer Fest, but it is a terrible film. It's basically these uh, guys these Americans, and they have to go to uh, Germany to bury their granddad's ashes. And um, they stumble upon Oktoberfest, and then they get taken to this underground German beer competition called Beer Fest, which is where all the best <laughs> drinkers of the world come together, and they fight in a, uh, in a drinking contest. But the Americans have never been invited because basically they're rubbish. So all these guys, they form a team. And then they, uh, they they train for a year and then they go back the following year. For a year? Yeah, for a year. <laughs> oh, my and God. It, it is a horrendous movie, but these guys... I feel but, like I, I recognise that, but who, who's in it? I don't... Like Can't Steve remember. Lemmy. Um, oh. Yeah, you, there, there's nobody big in it. Oh, right, OK. Willie Nelson pops up at the end. <laughs> but that's it. It's just a silly movie with lots of... Um, Probably not, yeah, crude gags. I mean, they're not, it's not a disgusting film, which is like disgusting isn't normally my kind of humour, but this is very silly. And, and if on the rarer chance that I'm going out drinking, I like to watch this film to like cheat me up. <laughs> to go out drinking beer. Like, I like the fact you, you have a whole it. kind of film to get you cheated yeah. up. So yeah. when I'm getting ready, I'll like, like, just like, chuck a song on, yeah. you've got a whole movie. Yeah, because oh, it's got some great tracks, it's got a lot of ACDC in it. And, okay. And bits and pieces, you know, all sorts of the kind of music that would normally gear me up for a night out. Yeah. So I like to do this because I watch it and I think, every time I watch it, I think, oh, I really want to go out and drink some beer. So this is why it's a good little pick me up. Nice. And then so the film that you hate that is genuinely loved. Um, I got really stuck on this one. Yeah. Um, so I just I put Saw because I hate horror films, and I know yeah. Saw is actually a really popular film. Lots of people love it, but I, I hate stuff like yeah. that. I yeah. can't. Yeah, deal with I'm it. not very good with horror, I but cannot no, deal. but I can handle Saw. I can handle the saws. Well, and I quite I, enjoyed the first one. It was good. I remember. It might have been somewhere in the news where they were saying like the director's a genius and he's done like he's amazing yeah. and it's like this really clever film. But all I see is just 
like it's just horrible like it's, horrible. Yeah, it's just yeah. disgusting I, yeah. I just think you're just a bit fucked up to think about all that stuff surely <laughs> like how is that someone that's a genius I don't know yeah you've got to have a pretty warm mind to do yeah. some of the things that they've done in <laughs> exactly. the well just in all general horror movies yeah. but yeah no, I can I can manage the sort have you seen any of the others or any of the first no, one no no it's quite yeah I I'm probably wrong sitting here saying <laughs> that I enjoy <laughs> horror because I genuinely hate horror movies but I yeah hate I, I, I can handle gore Gore's not too bad, oh, but when it comes to that's another level though. Ghosts and ghouls and jump scares—that's when I'm out. And oh, I've got a, I got a great film I saw the other day then that you well you actually hate, but it was it's called Ghost Stories. Have you seen? Um, you, I, you couldn't pay me to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the trailer for it. The trailer I, made me scared. So I only watched it because my housemates were like, my new housemates were like, we're gonna watch a film. Do you want to come? Like, yeah, I definitely need to like socialise with the house. So yeah, I'll sit down oh, and God. watch it with you. And I was just oh, terrified the whole time. For me, it was easy. This is possibly one of the worst cinematic experiences <laughs> yeah. I had in my life. Uh, it's a film called Magnolia. Um, oh, it's I come think... out sort of was it around about two thousand? Is that Tom Cruise? It's Tom Cruise. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's a yeah, whole bunch of people. Yeah. Julianne Moore. She Julianne Moore. Yeah, they're, they're, they act their little socks off. And it's again, it's one of these things where there's interwoven stories. There was whole loads of it in the press at the time saying this yeah. is the you know the yeah, film and stuff like. It's critically acclaimed and stuff like that. I couldn't wait for it to end. <laughs> and it, there's a part in the film when they all start singing. They kind of start singing this uh, song all together. They were kind of singing sort of separate parts, a bit of musical. I thought that was the end. Oh no! And I, 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 as the film was getting, I went, "What? I've had enough out of this." And my girlfriend at the time was pretty much the same thing. And it was my choice, my film choice, and I never oh, got to choose no. it. Yeah. Can you remember what there. else was on offer at the time? No, I don't think it was a great week for films. Yeah. That week, but you do um, get yeah, it was one of those things, and I'm, you know. Oh, sort of goes, yeah. The film, they started singing. I as it comes, the song was drawing to a close. I went to stand up, <laughs> and then it continued for about another twenty to thirty minutes after. And oh, I was dying for the it as well. No. But it was a packed cinema. Oh my! So God. it wasn't like just like twenty or thirty people. This was oh God. hardly any spare spaces. Yeah. And everyone really? and I was like trapped in the middle of a row. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's gonna oh, end soon. Say, it's gonna oh, end soon. It's oh, not ending dear. soon. It's just oh come on. Oh, oh yeah. And I just remember the girlfriend at times when I walked out of the um the cinema and she just went, Well that was shit, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You're never choosing a film again. <laughs> and I never did at that point. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, you you lost all your rights. They were acting really well and they were doing yeah. what it is. But for some reason with me, it just wasn't that engaging. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, depending on where you are. And, yeah. you know, I don't want people just... I want characters I want to love. And, yeah. know, and I didn't get behind any of them. I didn't feel anything. The story was a bit odd. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a weird one, isn't it? It's a weird start, but yeah. yeah. Magnolia. Mine... Is the greatest showman. Oh my god. Some Ooh. people will be very angry at you for that. I, I thought I was going quite strong with Do you know, that. I Some haven't of the people e- that yeah. love it, but I haven't I, even seen it because I was like, it's got so much hype. I, don't I had probably never been more excited for a movie in my life oh no. when I saw this. I because they released a handful of tracks. It's like this is my movie. Yeah. You know, I love you, Jackman. Like Zac Efron's good. And, uh, and I remember seeing some videos of when they was pitching to get it and then the woman singing This Is Me, 
like that made me cry and they oh was all God, crying so you're like and I just remember sitting up. down because I didn't realise it was based on P.T. Barnum and then yeah. at the time I didn't really realise what he used to do and how much of a horrible man he was so I sat down to watch it, still very excited and then as soon as the opening Greatest um, great Shonen Song finished it was shit Oh no. it was just a terrible film there was nothing wrong with the acting but it's just the story the story, I was expecting it to follow all of these characters that were all in it. Yeah. But you kind of get introduced to them, and then all of a sudden, uh, Hugh Jackman's cat, P.T. Barnum, just runs off with this woman, and they tour around the country with her singing a song, and then he comes back at the end, and then he makes, because they're all pissed off with him, that he's run off, and then he apologises, and then his <laughs> thing gets burnt down, his theatre, and then they all start again. It's just terrible. Oh, it's a God. terrible film. No. And the fact that P.T. Barnum was a horrible man and he was so cruel to all of the all of the all of the freaks as like, you know, they would have been called at the time. And so in so with the bearded lady in the film, that like she's washing clothes and stuff, but in real life she was bought as a small child from her parents because her parents didn't want her and then she was she like lived in a cage all of her life and oh, no. and yeah so it just surprised me that Hugh Jackman would sign up to portray a man that was yeah just a horrible horrible oh, person didn't even, I didn't but, even know the storyline too that's no that's new to me no and everybody I've spoken to have seen it are like how can you not like it I mean don't get me wrong I still enjoy the songs now the songs are amazing and it's one of the best soundtracks ever but just the story is oh Oh, I just dear. don't understand it, and I just really. <laughs> oh, is, it, man. is it like a three-hour one as well? Was it no, like I think long? It, was no, it? I think it was only about two hours long, but it was the longest two hours of my life. And, <laughs> and my girlfriend was really. And we walked out. She went, "What did you think of it?" And I went, "That was shit." She went, "Oh my god, thank God for that." Oh. She said, "I was really worried you were going to come out thinking it was the best movie of all time." And oh man, like even though my expectations were so high, I thought it was going to match them. Because I just thought, how could I not like this film? Yeah. It's got great songs, it's got a great cast, it's, it, looks, it visually looks good, but it was just terrible. That's the worst when you've been hyped up yeah. so much, yeah. and, you yeah. have, and you're like, I'm definitely going to love this, and yeah. then it just oh, yeah. doesn't like, meet your expectations. I, I could have backed my imaginary mortgage that I was going to come out thinking that film was going to go straight in my top three films list. <laughs> But if we had a top three worst films list, that would be oh, wow. front and centre. Right, okay, so that's almost uh, it for our first episode. We're going to pick a subject for to talk about in our next episode, and it's going to be from the Burger Bowl of Goodness. Burger so, yes. you guys, you can't see this, but uh, so in it, so we've all written down... Uh, either quite specific uh, subjects or quite open subjects about uh, regarding films, really. So um, I think, Gemma, if you would like to pick out the first subject that yep. we're going to talk about for our next episode. Ooh. Oh, exciting. I am actually excited. Good. Because I know, I know <laughs> some of the ones I've put in there. <laughs> films that shouldn't have won an Oscar. Ooh. Oh, that's such a good one. Yes, Timely. that's such a good one. So there we go, guys. Are we going to do one each, or are we just going to... That's not what we'll do, so we'll just... Let's pick three each. No, let's just pick two each, I think. I think we get a good... uh, Yeah, I think there'll be some some interesting things. Right, so, thanks for um, listening, everyone. And I'm not sure when episode two is going to be coming out. Maybe sometime in 
February or March, it depends on uh, how quickly we can get this up onto iTunes, because sometimes it can just take quite a while, so I've heard. But, um, but we've got an email address if anybody wants to ask any questions or let us know their suggestions on films that, uh, was it won an Oscar but sh- shouldn't that have? That shouldn't have, yeah, films that shouldn't have won an that Oscar. That shouldn't have won an Oscar. And the email address is gladthatgotmade at gmail.com. Or you can even come and find us on Twitter, which is at gladthatgotmade. So thanks for listening, everyone. And guys, thank you very much for being part of this awesome podcast. Yes, thanks thank for having me. And really we'll see happy. you all again next time. Ooh, can't wait. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.